I, I have counted your knots and come up with an even number. Yeah, well, you tell them not to, and they just keep doing it until they break your foot, and then they stop. And it's like, well, well good luck walking home. Well, that's a lovely story you're telling there, but I gotta tell you, I just rolled three successes and another triumph. Hulk smash! Especially links of smoked sausage. Yeah, just blame the man. That always works. Did you ever seen a Wookiee play King of the Mountain before? Please. Did Hale show up in this game all of a sudden? Which, <laughs> oh, shit, we're playing Kotor. Gand would like you to go back where you were. <laughs> he does. <laughs> this station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. This is the story of six strangers who wanted to play a role-playing game. Find out what happens when people stop being real and start pretending. The Real Gamers Podcast. The BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. Crap. You know what? Screw it. They have returned. Woo! Welcome back. Thank you. So, what do we want to do tonight? I want to play a game. Yes, play a game. I would like to play a game as well. We should totally play a game then. Yeah. I agree. What game should we play? Well, there you go asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for that. I didn't realize we had to come up with a detailed plan for you. Gosh. I don't know. What do people feel like playing? We haven't got everybody that's supposed to be in this edge thing. I think we could make that work, though. We can, if you wish. Okay. I don't, I don't really know what other options are on the table. Hmm. Well. I could run a Marvel game instead. But uh, I think, given the current group and our uh, edginess, we would probably be having more fun if we did edge. We could, we could fiasco. We could fiasco. Yeah. We need Sammy here before we would start that. If he's going to play tonight. True. Mm, has to be here at the outset, right? Yeah. I've never played neither. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Neither played- the... Uh, huh? Oh, Marvel. I, have not played, I haven't played Marvel or Fiasco. I have not played either. Both are fun games. Yeah. There's much to recommend them. I... I had a vague sense that uh, maybe the edge thing isn't something that everybody wanted to do, but I'm happy to run it if uh, you're interested. Oh, yeah, I'll do anything. Edge is great. Other things are great. Edge works I like for me. playing live people as opposed to computer-generated pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Cat. But only when she uses an accent. <sighs> she talks in her regular voice. It's just a Boring. So American. <laughs> so boring. Well, I, how how late do we think Sammy's going to be? Do we know? 
he made it sound like just a little. Let me go back and see. He wrote, says, I have no mouth and I must game. I have no idea what the no mouth thing means. but Carly knows. Uh, He's Australian. He says he might be a little late getting in, though, but should be there. I suppose we could just continue uh, where we left off in uh, Waypoint Station. And if uh, anybody else is able to join us as they arrive, we'll work them in. That means you'd have to NPC the Wookiee for Brev. I can do that. That's fine with oh, me. I think I can handle it. Hulk smash! <laughs> <laughs> but Kat, you don't have the soundboard. I can I can find it if I need to. I'm very good at impersonating Brev. Well, since he has no specific accent. Yeah, actually, I'm not so good at impersonating him when he doesn't have an accent. That's not as good. Okay. And just so everybody's aware, we are we are now recording. Why, hello, everyone at home. This is the most interesting part of the broadcast. You poor <laughs> people. There's there's things and stuff that happen here that 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 people have gotten used to listening to the show. You might say they've come to expect it. Indeed. A wonderful piece of independent mastery designed by your very own Christopher West, Maps of Mastery. Check it oh. out. Thank you very much. At mapsofmastery.com. <laughs> hey, look, Cat is here. Maybe this will now allow me to. No, apparently not. Characters. Hey, here we go. Roarwar. Roarwar. Can be edited and controlled by Cat. Put him in a bathing suit. Oh. Save changes. There you go, Cat. You can help me move Roar around. Thank you for volunteering. I appreciate it. Your volunteering is mandatory. All right. Well, for those of you listening at home, I will be the GM tonight, playing everybody except these people. Uh, if you guys would like to introduce who you're playing tonight. I will then recap the circumstances surrounding your uh, your poor little group. I'm playing Ascara, the Twilight Bounty Hunter. I, I'm, I'm playing Gand. We are Gand. I am Gand. I haven't earned my name yet. Uh, this is Hudson, and I'm going to be playing the role of Mathis. Very good. And I am Kat, and I shall be playing Sasha. And, and hurting cats, it sounds like. That no, that was uh, dice roller opening up. Oh. I didn't have my phone muted. That's much better. <laughs> All right. Well, when last we met, uh, your ship, the Nova Eclipse, uh, was dropped out of hyperspace abruptly and found itself... Uh, in the middle of nowhere with three other ships in the system. One was a derelict freighter giving off, giving off a massive uh, gravitational signature, uh, acting as a sort of interdictor. The other two were a, uh, uh, a pirate ship of sorts and its victim. And the victim was, of course, in, in dire straits, and uh, after much... Hemming and hawing and deciding otherwise and, and changing of minds, uh, you blew up the interdictor device and went and boarded the victim's ship. The pirate took off. Uh, what was the name of the pirate? Anyone remember? Not really. 
Well, I know I have it right. Adam? Nah. It was called no, the, his, the he Gundark. Was, uh, the Gundark, yeah. It was the bounty oh. hunter. And his name was uh, Jansen Brand. Yes. Hey, somebody took notes. Very good. All right, yes. Um, the, the smuggler Jansen Brand uh, of the Gundark has apparently been preying on people in this area. And uh, Dr. Opal Ree was his latest target. Now, Dr. Ree's captain uh, was a Rodian by the name of Gleric, and he was apparently uh, taken hostage, leaving Dr. Opal Ree, a historical archaeologist, alone on the drifting, damaged, dying vessel. And you came in, and you rescued her, and you took her along with you to Waypoint Station, where you parted ways, but not before exchanging telephone numbers. Here you are, at the station. Uh, you were supposed to meet a fellow named Varric to hand off some illicit art uh, pieces, basically. Uh, I believe I referred to them as, as uh, pieces of artwork of questionable provenance. Uh, something like that. And yeah, so illegal art. You showed up. Uh, he expected you to hand over the stuff, but he wasn't going to pay you for it, because apparently, according to him, you guys are now wanted for piracy. We didn't do it. You didn't do it. That is true. You did think about doing it, but you didn't actually do it. We didn't even think about doing it. We thought about just completely leaving the whole situation. I think somebody thought about actually, you know, looting, too. Well, there was a discussion of waiting for the inhabitants of the ship to die, then we can legally claim the ship as salvage. True. There was a totally different piracy. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> oh, what a fine difference that is. Fine, like a, a blade's edge. All right. So anyway, uh, you arrive at the station. You went to meet this guy. He betrayed you. Um, you guys took poorly to that idea. And so he had a bunch of Twi'lek uh, guards that uh, kind of surrounded you and tried to bully you into handing over the goods, and you took them out pretty much without breaking a sweat. I don't. Did anybody even get injured in that firefight? I I, I was shot at. Yes. So uh, there, was, there was like I think maybe a, two wounds out of that somehow. <laughs> right. Okay. So everyone's pretty much okay to go on now. Uh, you did, at the end of that, uh, receive a calm hail from Dr. Ree, saying that she's been set up and that you've been set up and that you are all now collectively wanted for piracy. Apparently, this uh, Captain Gleric filed a report with the station administration in, uh, alleging that uh, your ship, the Nova Eclipse, was the pirate vessel. And that uh, Dr. Ree was complicit in helping you uh, disable her ship, or his ship, which was, I believe, called the Fading Venture. Yes, that was it. So here you are on the station, and before he uh, snuffed it, uh, Varric uh, <clears throat> let it be known, essentially, that he had pulled some strings to keep you guys from being arrested before he could complete this little transaction. And by transaction, he really meant, you know, stealing your stuff. Uh, so now, there you have it. You, Blatant you are wanted. chicanery. 
you believe I believe you still have the crate of art. And Mathis, if I'm not mistaken, has now picked up a new cargo sled with which to drive it around. So, where do you go from here? Uh, yeah. Should totally not be at this station anymore. Yeah. Sounds like a good time to leave. Okay. Well, allow me to bring this person into the light. Uh, layer. Token layer. There we go. Um... She, uh, she being Dr. Opal Ree, was hiding out in the lift system where she ran for her life, essentially, and evaded capture. So as you're having this conversation and have finished dispatching Varric and his goons... She was in the lift this whole time? She couldn't have just stopped at a floor and pressed the whole door open button um, while she, he was trying to call it? Jeez! She was in the lift this whole time, and you stopped her from coming down. <laughs> <laughs> She would have been here much sooner, but you jammed the lift. <laughs> hmm. All right. So you guys are in the docking quadrant of Waypoint Station and uh, in the hangar bay. There are some other ships parked here, but yours is far off to uh, what we will call the west of here. So the question is, how are you going to get there? Well, we sealed, we sealed the south door of this docking area, right, or this cargo area. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, we just shut it and locked it. It can be reopened. Okay. But the guys that were outside there took off, yeah? Is that right? Well, you don't, you don't really know. Uh, oh, you shut same. the door and they yeah. stopped knocking. But, yeah, uh, there you go. That's almost the same thing. Yeah, there were a couple of guys out there. A couple of uh, tweet-like goons. Um, okay. <laughs> Who wants to open the door? <laughs> Oh, wait. Well, I'm getting uh, on the hover sled and with the art loaded saying, open the door, let's just go. Everybody, how much weight can the hover sled hold? If a hover sled could hold weight? The hover sled could hold weight? If it's not a hover sled, I don't know. Yes, it is a hover sled and, and yes, it can hold plenty of weight. Yeah. But it's not like it has a drive motor or anything. It is an anti-grav cart that uh, you know, hovers about a foot and a half off the ground, and uh, it, is it is designed to carry many heavy things. So if you all wanted to pile on there, it could certainly support you. Try it. Get everybody on here and get Roro to push it. Is it, is it a push, or does it have some type of repul uh, propulsion? Uh, it, is, it is propelled. The, the driver can pilot it. It's fairly slow, but it is a self-propelled thing. Oh, let's do it. So so slow that walking might actually be faster? Yeah, uh, pretty much. I, I should note that, as you can see on this map, over here in the operations quadrant, there is a sort of barricade set up. It's not actually intended to be a barricade, but a traffic jam of, uh, of cargo goods and crates and things has been piled up, uh, almost floor to ceiling over here. Uh, and that was their when you came over this way. So you were aware of it and had to go around, basically. Well, do we, do we don't really the, have any other business on the station, do we? I mean, other than it being a station. Yeah, not, not necessarily. The only thing, the only thing that uh, I would want to do is to try to make it to maybe the security desk or the operations center and uh, basically wipe our... Uh, the Nova Eclipse records out of its database and whatever warrants that have been issued 
delete those as well. It's a possibility to get there without too much trouble on the way to the ship. Security. Operations. Ship. While you are explaining <laughs> this to the group, Opal Re runs up behind you, Mathis. Okay. Uh, trying to stay close to you and the Wookiee, the, the two members of the party that she's formed some sort of rapport. Uh, and you can tell that she's very frightened, and she explains that... Uh, she she feels terribly betrayed by this uh, Rodian and hopes that uh, she can go with you off of the station when you leave. She She's becoming increasingly more suspicious to me. Do you tell her that? Well... Maybe not in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, hmm. she is present, and you have a moment if you wish to share words with her. All right. Are, are, are you sure you're on the up and up here? I mean, uh, you're awfully coincidentally tied into all of this stuff. How, uh, how, do, we know, how do we know? You have no idea, she says. Hmm. Well, perhaps there, there's more going on than idea. you know, and I would be truly happy to explain it to you all when we're safely out of this place. Hmm. That sounds good. Let's open up the door and, and hover cart. You just want to drive the hover cart. <laughs> yes, I do. And you're just jealous that you don't get to. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Joss Whedon said about uh, Serenity. Uh, if you're going to make a, a movie, you know, for God's sake, have a hovercraft. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, why don't we start out by rolling... Uh, the force dice to set the uh, set the flow of the force for this encounter we, and for this session. We been we be done did done. that. All right, yeah, we, we did that already. Isn't that done each session? Yeah. Yes. No, but we just did that. Look in the, like it was done this session already. Look in the roll Check twenty the, chat. Roll twenty chat. Okay. Sorry, I'm over <laughs> in the character page. <laughs> I'm new to this whole thing. Um, all right, so we've got three dark side, two light side. Oh, four dark. dark side. Three dark side, one light side. Yeah, there's only four. Players oh, oh, okay. I see. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that gives me plenty to work with. Not so much you guys, but uh, you know, well, I, I can fix that. <laughs> Things have gone badly for you. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, so where were we? Oh, yes, you were driving a hover cart through a door. That's right. All well, right. through a doorway, I think we're going to open the door first. Would be our best bet. It's a really good idea. Yeah, the door uh, opens at your command, and the two guys that were outside are no longer there. Hooray. Ooh. The hallway appears to be clear. All right, let's go. Everybody, load up. <laughs> uh, Mathis, I believe you have control of the cart. Yes, I do. I have no way to make everybody stick to the cart, so just go ahead and pilot it on out of there, and uh, people can just kind of keep themselves updated as you go. <laughs> All right, so this... This blockade over here, um, it, it goes almost floor to ceiling. There's a clearance of about three feet at the top, 
but the stack of crates itself is about 10 feet tall. So if you wanted to abandon the cart, you could climb over it. But, How did we squeeze by the first time? Uh, you guys came down this hallway um, basically because the uh, the thing was blocked off. They escorted you through the operations center here, through the security room, you know, under supervision, and then into this corridor where you came down through. Now, when you came through here, there were a couple of security officers on duty in the operations so, lab. I'm guessing going back to the security room, probably not a good idea. Just, you know, throwing that out there. You could be right. How long would it take to move the stuff enough to get uh, past? Not very long at all, honestly. You've only got one crate of uh, of artworks. Apparently, they're very small paintings. Let's let's make the Wookiee do it because he's not here. Hmm. Is, is this a door right here too to the security chamber? Yes. That uh, the little dot means it is that that door is typically locked or is otherwise secured in some way. That is a door, though. There's also a double door here, and up here, and all the way along this wall, and yeah, anywhere you see a little rectangle along a line, that's probably a door. Got it. And I must apologize again that you guys are playing on a page out of my sketchbook and not a finished map. Uh, once again, I normally help hold myself to a higher standard. Once again, far better than any map I would have come up with. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So I guess the question is, are you keeping the cart or ditching it? Uh, i got to ditch it, but I'm going to park it in front of that door there to try to hopefully block block off the door just in case anyone's coming out it. Uh, I would like to keep the cart, but it's just, you know, it's not reasonable at this time to keep it. Are there, is it just like a, uh, like keypad access, anybody who steps up on it can access it, or do you actually have to have like keys to run it? Um, it was good question. Um, I'm going to say there is actually a little uh, key boondoggle that kind of inserts in there. Uh, it's got a, like a key ring attached that somebody might link to a cred stick or something, but it has has been left with the cart. There's a little key stuck into the dashboard. I'm going to take it out. All right. And it pops out with a beep. Boop, boop. I'm going to tell tell Roar that we need to make a spot to squeeze through with the. The art crate, and we can get make it onto our ship, and, and then I'm going to start moving some boxes in front of this door. All right. Like all the ones that we moved to squeeze by, stacking them right here. Excellent. So relocating some goods. Very good. Anyone else? I'll uh, help them. Sure. Gand will assist right. in the stacking of stuff. I will keep an eye out on, on this door here and then down this hallway. All right, fair enough. In case anyone comes. All right, there is no one yet. Uh, let's see. As you guys are working over by this door, I'd like everybody who's moving a crate to make a perception check with a difficulty of three purple. I should really learn the name of that die at some point. Everyone knows what purple means. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think they're actually called difficulty dice, right? Yeah. Yes, they are. Excellent. Uh, the, the only bad thing would be if you ever played this with a colorblind person. That would be a challenge. That would be, yes. One failure, one advantage. 
One failure, one advantage. All right. You do not notice the thing that is there to be noticed. I got <laughs> blank and blankety blank. Nothing for Mathis. Two success and a threat. All right. Anyone else? All right. I, I, we're going to go with that one because uh, your two success means you are the only one, apparently, to notice that on the control panel next to that security door, uh, there is a little display, and it is flashing red with an alert symbol um, that you are able to interpret as being an indicator that a silent alarm has gone off. Like a station-wide <sighs> alert, but not one that is done over the PA system. Yeah. Guys, we must trip something. Or the two people that ran away flipped the switch. Um, Equally possible, but maybe we should get while it gets good. <laughs> I agree. I tell Roar, maybe you should hurry it up, Wookie. All right. Well, Roar is up there moving things down, handing them down to you guys who are then stacking them over by the door. And uh, through the widening gap up there that you folks plan to move through, he is able to tell you in Wookiee... Something like that. Um, <laughs> anyone speak Wookiee? Uh, we are speak Shri Wook. We, we speak it if it's necessary. <laughs> well, anyone who understands Shri Wook uh, knows that Roar has indicated with um, no small amount of profanity that a couple of guards have begun to gather right outside the security room door. And uh, that threat uh, has indicated that they are now aware of what you're doing. They have detected the movement of crates and, and the shenanigans. Now, mind you, you still have uh, a great deal of cover from the crates that are there, except for Roar, who has some cover. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, I'm going to start uh, hacking into this door terminal here. Okay, the one that all the crates are now stacked in front of? Yeah, I'm going to move it to where we could just slide slide in there and slide out if I, if I needed to. Because we're, we're going to have to have a, another way to get um, out and around and more likely into Operation Center. Because if they know that we did something and the silent alarm has been tripped... They probably got our ship on lockdown, and we're going to have to get it unlocked before we go. And that's me and Gan are going to have to do that. All right. Anyone else wish to declare an action here? I'll pull a weapon. Yeah, I mean, not this time. Okay. Well, Where does that uh, southern uh, hallway go down here? Uh, it ends uh, abruptly at an airlock door uh, that is an armature that extends to uh, visiting ships, but there is none docked at that door at this time. Uh, I'm assuming that's where this one goes to? Yes. That is correct. All right, Mathis, go ahead and give me a computer's check. Computer or mechanics? Uh, well, that depends exactly how you're going about this. Are you trying to... Um, slice into the door digitally, or are you trying to hotwire the door physically? Let's go with hotwire. All right. 
Oh, by the way, uh, I had intended to have you guys uh, go ahead and level up your characters at this point last time, but uh, I didn't know we were going to be playing in this time. So, anyone know how long that takes? Should we go ahead um, and level them up quickly? We should probably just Mine's carry on with wait. what we got. Yeah. If I can level Mathis up instantly by scrolling down. <laughs> well, there are some choices to be made in these folios that... Uh, they give you options, so... Uh, let's go ahead and finish out this scene, and then whenever you guys uh, are ready to take a minute, we can uh, go ahead and level them up to the next the next stage. Sound good? Okay, yeah. All right. So, Mathis? Uh, what is my difficulty, sir? Your difficulty for hotwiring this is going to be... Uh, three purple dice. Alrighty. Since it's a lockdown, uh, an, an electronic override would actually be harder, so you probably chose wisely here. Um, three successes, and that's it. Alright. You successfully uh, hotwire the door uh, in a little cloud of sparks and a bit of smoke. The, the door panel recedes and the door slides into the wall. You can now enter what appears to be a small armory. Is there anyone in there? Um, there is not anyone directly inside the door, but no one's actually moved in to... You know, for example, you can't see over into this room yet. That's fine. I, I basically wave silently to uh, my Ascara uh, and Sasha and Gan and Mike. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to say that Roarwar um, has been asked by the guards that have gathered outside the operations center through the, the main door over there. Uh, they're, they're calling out to him, what are you doing up there? And, and what's going on? What's your business here? We need to see identification, all that kind of thing. And he is having a, a very one-sided conversation with them because they don't speak Shriwook. So he is roaring back at them, trying to distract them and keep them busy while you guys are going about your hacking. Or your hot wiring. Haven't you ever seen a Wookiee play King of the Mountain before? (laughs) 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 So he's roaring at them and shaking his head back and forth and shrugging and waving his arms around and uh, buying you guys a bit of time. Well, I guess I'll... uh if uh, no one else is going to move in, I'm going to try to get to here. Okay. That right there that you are currently on top of is a uh, a locked arms locker. Uh, it's got a cage sort of door so that you can see inside, but in order to retrieve anything, you'd actually have to, to break into a very, excuse me, a very uh, well put together cage lock. Um, and inside you see blaster rifles and blaster pistols. Alright. If I don't want to break in, but I want it to disable it to where it can't be opened without being break in, what would that be? Basically, I want to, I want to disable the opening mechanism so it's going to be very hard for someone to open this with, like, the actual code or key. Hmm. Would that fall under skullduggery? Uh, I was hoping no, it would fall sure. under mechanics. Yeah, mechanics, I'm thinking. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're not trying to trick someone. You're trying to, yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to disable the lock to where it doesn't work uh, normally. Like if someone with the key or the access code came up and went, it doesn't just go, it actually goes, or, you know, I guess you could just blast it, but I, didn't, I wouldn't know what kind of stuff. I would rather do it like a, a mechanic type of way. Um, yes, you can do that. It might take you a little bit of time, but you can certainly uh, uh, rig this thing to uh, become more difficult for anyone to unlock. Uh, what's everybody else doing while Mathis works on that? I'm I'm sort of following along. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, let's see. Gand, right now you're on the other side of a, a wall from Mathis. There's one no. right there. There. But uh, uh, Dr. Ree files into the room and quickly kind of takes up a position against the wall there. She does seem very scared and intimidated. Ascara, you can, from your current position, see through a window here to the group of security guards gathered on the other side of the window in the corridor who are currently shouting with the Wookiee. You see one of them kind of looks your way and kind of looks again as though there's some kind of glare on the window here, perhaps. If you would like to try to remain unseen, you would need to make a skill check to do that. Otherwise, they're probably going to spot you when they take a closer look. I will try to remain unseen then. All right, I'll need a stealth check from you. And that is going to be opposed by their perception, which in this case is going to be two purple and one red. So it's three successes and two advantage. Excellent. Uh, You manage to duck down out of sight just as that person kind of puts their head up to the window and looks through and looks around like, hey, I thought I saw something. Uh, But you are nowhere to be seen when they do this. Uh, How would you like to spend your advantage? If you can think of anything, you can uh, get a free maneuver out of that. You could pass a bonus to your ally. You said you had two advantage? Yeah. yeah. So I'll pass a bonus to the Wookiee in case he needs to do anything while uh, they're like distracted for momentarily. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's, let's do that, yes. The Wookiee is going to have to try harder to keep their attention. That would have to be a presence skill. Charm, I guess? Charm, cool, leadership, or negotiation. I'm not sure what this would really most closely resemble. I would say deceit if he's trying to distract them. But True, that's more of a cunning... Yeah, let's go with deceit. I agree. So we need a deceit check from the Wookiee. Uh, his deceit is two green dice. Cat, do you want to make that roll for him? Sure, what am I? Two green dice against what? Two green dice against, uh, this is going to be there. Uh, that's going to be two purple dice, I guess. <laughs> Three success, two threat. Three success and two threat. All right. Well, the Wookiee certainly succeeds in keeping their attention um, en- enough so that the rest of you may pass through this room over here without them noticing you. Uh, However, in the process of doing so, he has presented himself as a threat, and they have raised their weapons and pointed them at him in a very threatening manner. Um, uh, One of them calls out, We know who you are! Quit your babbling and and put your hands in the air! You're under arrest! Sasha, what are you doing? 
Uh, well, after hearing that, I will probably walk over and try to pull the Wookiee down from the rubble. Okay. Well, do you think the Wookiee would resist you in that, or would he come along with you? I, I don't know. That's a hard one for me to say. <laughs> hmm. I'll try to convince him. Come on, to kill him, we have to go this way. All right, I'm going to ask for a uh, coerce check against his cool. Okay. Uh, his cool is two green, so your difficulty is two purple dice. Ah, three successes and an advantage. All right. Well, you've certainly managed to uh, convince him to come with you. And how would you like to use your advantage? Uh, I will uh, give the Wookiee a boost die. All right. Very good. Okay. Um, as you talk the Wookiee down off of the crate, um, he, he comes comes with you willingly. Uh a couple of blaster shots ring out as they try and take a shot at him. I'm just going to say he managed to duck down before they could uh, have any chance of hitting him, but the blaster bolts uh, ricochet off the ceiling and go scorching into the walls. Uh, stuff has gotten real, as it were. Uh, Mathis, go ahead and give me that mechanics check. Yes, sir. What is the difficulty? Um, I'm going to say three purple. For, for disabling it. To, to try and open it would be harder. Oh, yeah. That's going to be two successes and two advantage. All right. Uh, you have successfully jammed the lock. That will make it much more difficult for anyone to open it. Uh, how do you want to spend your advantage? That is enough to get a free maneuver if you want to basically have done it quickly enough to move this turn. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um... Was there anybody at this chair when we walked by? When you came through originally, yes. However, there is no one there right now. Um, you're actually kind of under the impression that the people that were on duty in this area are now the ones standing out in the hallway who, who were shooting at where the Wookiee was. Is this blocked off right in front of the desk, or is it like an open area right there? This right here is a yeah. transparisteel window. Uh, basically, it's a security post where they look out into the hallway. Um, this is a, commonly used as a checkpoint for uh, people bringing their goods in, which is probably why so much of it got piled up here. Right. So what I'm asking is, is, is this the only way out of that little room, and, and essentially the, the room that we're in, is, is this security door right there? Correct. There is okay, another that's... window over here, but uh, that door is the only one in the operations center. And it is it is shut, but it is not locked right now because they just went out there. Okay. Well, I'm going to take my advantage to gain an extra maneuver here. Okay. And I would like, I would like to take two strain to, or is it an incidental uh, to basically, I'm assuming that the door locks from the inside. I just want to hit the lock button. You want to lock that door? Yeah. Um, yes, it does lock from the inside. I was going to say to open it would be an incidental, but if you want to secure it... Honestly, in this circumstance, I'd say that's an incidental as well, because they left it unlocked. So, yeah, it's you, you hit a button and it locks if you wish. And then I'm going to call out to everybody and say, Hey, um, they probably have the key to the store. I locked it. It might buy us a few seconds, but we need to organized to get out or we're going to jail. Um, 
I still think we need to get into the operations center so we can ensure that the Nova Eclipse doesn't have its uh, uh, docking clamps on and try to you know, clear our names or whatever records on it and then head out uh, the same way we came in. Uh, if anybody has any other better ideas, I'm open to suggestions. Oh, and West, I think Sammy just popped on. If you want him to come in, maybe he can oh. run Rorar. Excellent. Hello. Hey, hello. Hey. hey, it's Sammy. How's, how's, how's it going? Glad you could join uh, us, sir. So we're playing Edge, are we? We are. Excellent. Let me get you the uh, get you the link. I like links. Links are good. Links are awesome. Especially links are smoked sausage. Mm. Okay, there is the link to our uh, little edge game. If you would like to join us. Presently, um, Rev was playing Roar the Wookiee, and he is unable to join us tonight. So if uh, it's up to you and Wit of West on what y'all want to do. So if you want to play the, the Wookiee, I'm cool with that. Or if you want to come in, someone else, if West is cool with that, it's whatever y'all want to do. Yeah, I'm fine either way. So, Sammy, what do you want to play? Uh, are we playing pre-gens or are we, we're playing pre-gens. Any of the pre-generated characters from the starter set for Edge of the Empire or the pre-gens that Chris came up with for his adventure? Lovely. Is anyone playing Pash? Because that seems to be the only one I have. <laughs> uh, no one is playing Pash. I might play him mm. if I can find him again. Where is he? There's Pash. Hey, Pash. How's it going? <laughs> I do have Pash. If you I have know. Pash as well. I have Pash. I'm happy. I have numbers in front of me. And ooh, dice roller. You're passionate. I'm very passionate about Pash. <laughs> I'm glad we have a talker now. Alright. <laughs> what? You guys had talkers? What? <laughs> Everyone here is in all action, really. Face of the party. Yeah face of the party. Oh, good lord. Alright. You know, there we go. Dice roll. I'm happy now. I can play. Alright. Deal me in, sir. I would like to ante up. Alright. In that case, I think we'll let you go next. But here's what uh, here's what's going on, basically. The party is at a space station called Waypoint Station. It's in the middle of the no- in the middle of nowhere, somewhere along the Perlemian trade route. Um, the party has... Uh, was on a mission to deliver some hot goods to a buyer on this station, who has, of course, betrayed them. And the deal has gone bad. They managed to take out the buyer and his goons, or at least sent a couple of them away and killed the rest. Uh, but now the station is on silent alert. Uh, it, a word has gone out that the Nova Eclipse, the ship that you guys uh, ended up with after the... Uh, what was... What was the ship in the uh, starter set called? The Crate Fang? The Cryat Fang, yes. Cryat Fang. Yeah. That's right. The Crate Fang. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, You guys traded up at some point, or at least everybody else did. Um, You still had the the Cryat Fang, apparently. Uh, You ended up on Waypoint Station, just uh, going about your business, and... um, Let's just say you just lost your ship 
in the gaming lounge in a, a poor hand of Sabak. Is that okay with you? That's fine. That's really disappointing, but you know that's how somehow times the dice rolls that way. So that's fine. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, Pash, that in the gaming lounge, uh, you overheard some conversation with a fellow player. Uh, there was a Rodian fellow who was making all these big bets, saying he's he's on the verge of getting a big payoff, and uh, you know he's going to have a lot more money coming in soon. So he's he was being risky with his money, and you were taking full advantage. Well, it turns out he was kind of playing you, um, and he ended up owning your ship. But in the process, well, now somebody else ended up owning your ship. But in the process, this guy, this Rodian was bragging about how he took advantage of this uh, stupid bitch, as he called her, and uh, he seduced some very valuable information out of her without her even knowing it, and then he set her loose, uh, set her adrift on on board her ship, and uh, he's telling all of the scum in the bar this as though he's very, very proud of it. You know, he totally took advantage of some naive bitch. And, and uh, now he is on his way to claiming the treasure of a lifetime. A, a score to put all other uh, all other treasures to shame. Uh, however, uh, you, you really, this caught your interest when you found out that Part of this little plan is that uh, – and he, he – apparently you managed to gain his trust at some point because he whispered to you as an aside that he managed to get the Nova Eclipse blamed for the piracy. He, he kind of nudges your elbow like <laughs> – now, the Nova Eclipse, as you know, is the ship that your allies inherited – after you parted ways, after freeing yourselves from the hut on Tatooine. So this ship that he's just gotten locked down for piracy charges, it's your friend's ship. And they're on board the station. That's that's not good. Okay. Hmm. So. (laughs) Okay. I would I would like to continue to butter him up with um, a little more uh, alcohol uh, and try and get him to tell me how he managed to get the um, alert to be put out for the Nova Eclipse instead of the actual ship that did the piracy. Oh, it was brilliant, he tells you. Um, but that's all you're going to get until you make a skill check. Let's see how much we can get out of that. <laughs> I had a feeling... But I just wanted to check first. So you're going to try and charm him, basically. Uh, yes. All right. Seems seems we're good drinking buddies. So that's uh, one yellow and two green. Yeah. Uh, the difficulty here is going to be this fellow's cunning, uh, which is two. He's so not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. Um, <laughs> but he is trained, so it's going to be a purple and a red. Ooh. Okay. Um, I sh- I assume we have some force points, but I'll fi- I won't use them. I'm just going to come in and just see what happens. Let's let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't really want to use the force points anyway because uh, we rolled and we've got three dark side points and one light side point. 
Although, since you have joined us, you can roll a force die and add to the pool either light or dark. Let's see. Let me do that. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> Are you helping again? Yeah, too dark. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's too dark. Um, A new passion. My bad. Dialogue. Okay, I'll leave now. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> You've done your part. Okay. <laughs> so, my work here is finished. Uh, it's okay. All right. Let's, let's roll this up and see, see if we can continue to the tribute equally as well. Right, uh, yes, we do. Uh, one success, one advantage. Which is a good thing, too, because there was a shit ton of failure and threat and rolled. And, hmm. But we're good. One success, one advantage. One success, one advantage. All right. Well, you think about how you want to use your advantage, but uh, you are going to momentarily be in control of your character. Um, all right, so what he tells you is that it, it, it was genius, if I do say so myself. And, and he, he goes on to explain how he took the sensor logs from the uh, uh, ship whose name he's not going to tell you. Because he's he's not quite that stupid, but he took his quite ships. Stupid, he took the sh- the sensor logs uh, with him uh, when he left, and he doctored them up uh, electronically, and swapped the transponders of the sh- the first ship that entered uh, real space before they left. So he got away with the real pirates, but he took the sensor logs from the ship that he was on to begin with, and he swapped the two identities so that it looks on the sensor logs that he handed in to the security. Um, and and uh, by the way, this information did make its way to the uh, corporate sector authority as well. Um, okay. So, so those guys are totally screwed at the moment. Yes. Um, the, the sector rangers have been notified and uh, the station is on alert, and there's a warrant out for their arrest, and their ship has been locked down. Great. That's fantastic. I'm glad you told me that. Um, what would I like to do with my advantage? That's a good question. <laughs> um, Keep in mind that your game has just ended, and uh, you have lost your ship, and a good deal of money as well. Hmm. I'm just trying to think how I'm going to spend my advantage. Yeah. I. So he's, he's still holding on to the name of his ship that he did a sneaky sneaky with. Yes. Could I possibly. Uh, let's see. Could I possibly have weaseled also the date of his arrival so that with a bit of a check through system computers, I could probably work out which ship he's talking about? Yeah, I'll allow that. He uh, arrived earlier today. This has all happened on this very day. Beautiful. And with the, with the transponder swapping, he did all of that electronically, like remotely. He didn't actually physically pull anything out of his ship and put it into another one, did he? Uh, no, he actually stripped all of the uh, the navigational data out of the old ship and took it with him with the pirates. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Um, let me think. 
right, can we get back to you, and we'll see how the other yes, the rest get back to me while I think and come to grips with this entire situation. Good plan. All right. All right. So, Mathis, you managed to lock that uh, weapons locker, and then you managed to lock the door leading the operations center that you say you need to get into. And the rest, I shall say, have gathered with you or near you in this room. It's kind of close quarters, but uh, the Wookiee kind of makes his way in. It's like, what's the holdup in Shriwook? Oh, sorry, I muted myself, so I didn't want you to... I was like, I was waiting on uh, Aurora to, to, to go in first. I mean, uh, it's very possible uh, that there's resistance. Um, once we reveal ourselves in this area, they're going to be coming through, you know, all the doors. So we're going to have to plan it, you know, pretty quick. So, Apache, all security guards. Um, so what I was thinking is, Run in, uh, lock down the area. Um, me and Gan can work on freeing um, freeing the ship and erasing our trail, and then y'all can hold off security until we figure out a way to get out of the operations center into our ship. I have a plan for that too. How's everyone else feel about that? Sounds like a plan. Will it get us out of here? Then okay. Yeah, but I need everybody to come into basically the operations center, you know, commando style, um, block off the exits for the people with the guns, and me and Gand take a seat at the the computers because I'm, I'm I'm assuming the operations center runs like most of the ships, uh, the space stations like operations, so it would be a good focal point to be like all computer savvy, right? That is a very safe guess, yes. Okay. Or we could just burst in there and demand that they unlock the ship. And when they say no, we shoot one of them and then demand they unlock the ship and keep doing that until they unlock the ship. Then we blast the console so they can't relock it. I mean, yeah, that's we, a plan, I mean, too. Yeah, but the first part of the plan, take the operation. <laughs> Second part of the plan, release the ship. And if we need to kill people to do that, that's what the Wookiee's here for. Fair enough. And I, I mean, if, if we're already branded as pirates, might as well embrace the role until we clear our name. <laughs> It might make it a little harder to clear your name, but sure. No, we weren't pirates until you labeled us pirates. Now we're pirates. Yeah, just blame the man. That always works. I can take it. I'm like Batman. We're privateers. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is the plan, West. We we unlock the door, open it, go in. Uh, I'm going to, uh, to instruct, you know... I guess Sasha and Oscara and the Wookiee to secure the personnel while I go to the um, door over here to go lock it. Now, this lift, I'm assuming you can't go through this area. Is it a two-way door in this turbo lift here or whatever it's called? Um, that turbo lift has two doors. It also goes up and down. It is a turbo lift, but it has a door on each side. Right. So it, it's kind of like a mini airlock. If if for some reason pressure was lost to the outer, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the yeah. outer ring. Yeah, the outer ring. The uh, oh, dang, the promenade is what it's called in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> if, right. if pressure was lost out there, these lift tubes would act as uh, airlocks. 
We should totally make so. sure that lift gets sealed. And then yeah, we should, we should to say, once we've, once we've cleared ahead. the operations center, we should ignore the lift and go out, oh, this set of doors over here, and then this set of doors over here, leaving these guys over here and knocking on the door, hopefully. Sure. That works. Yeah. So, plan, Mathis is going to run to this door and lock it. I'm assuming Gan's going to run to the lift and shut it down to where no one can get in or out. And then the three with guns and... Um, Uh-oh. Uh, NPC chip is going to secure personnel. I don't. I don't think we need to I'm run across to, to the doors to lock them and unlock them and all that good jazz. If we're going to be at the consoles anyway, working, we'll just lock them down from there. Yeah, we could do that. All right, enough planning. Who's going first? And Mathis, you can unlock the door for them so they can. Oh, the Wookiee should go first. Yeah, I'll unlock the door. Wookiee goes in. Reach for the sky. Gan and Mathis follow. Take computer chairs. Clickety clack. All right, go ahead and put yourselves in position. You drop the lock on the door. The Wookiee runs in. Uh, what does he have for a weapon? The Wookiee. He is a Wookiee, so he is Probably essentially a, a weapon. But I thought I had his stats here somewhere. There he is. All right. Do you have a blaster? He does have a blaster pistol to point at people. How about that? Hmm. So, yeah, he starts waving his blaster pistol around and shrieking at people in Shrewook and... Uh, Opal Ree is going to basically stay behind Mathis the whole time. Uh, she does, however, have a blaster pistol. So while she is using you as cover, she is helping you with the intimidation and the uh, the whole, you know, hands in the air kind of thing. Right. All right. So now we need the group to make a uh, a coerce check, essentially. Or would that be in? Is there an intimidation? No, no intimidation. Coercion. It is coerce. Coerce. All right. Definitely coercion. Yeah. So, go ahead and make that. If you pull someone's head off when you do it, that'll give you a boost die. Sure. Just throw it out there. Back. Yes. Not there. I'm getting drunk, but I'm just. I got a plus nine life against yours. <laughs> so I have no coerce. No skill, no ranks in it. Can I still help, or... Um, it goes off your will. You would, it would come off of your will, yeah. Uh, you can still make a uh, a check with your will, whatever that is, in terms of green dice. No difficulty die? Uh, there will be a difficulty of two purple dice. These guys are station technicians. Uh, there's a reason the security station is right here around them. It makes them feel safe. So when bad guys, or what they perceive as bad guys, burst in with weapons and the security is nowhere to be seen, um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually giving you a boost die for the circumstances as well. So there will be two purple, and add a boost, uh, light blue die to your roll. Now, in a situation like this, since we have multiple people performing the same skill, can we do a group check? Yes, we can. Well, essentially, that would be the highest coercion check, which I think is two green ability dice, unless anybody has more than that. I have three. All and right. So it would be three green, and then who's got the... Uh, well, the, the base characteristic sets... You take the, the highest of the base characteristic, which in this case 
is will. So whoever has the highest will, you take that as the basic number of, for example, green dice that you're adding. And then whoever has the highest skill in coerce, that turns those into yellow. Am I right? Yes. All right. So who's got the highest uh, will? I have a three. You have a three. Okay. Anyone have a higher? All right, so you're going to take three green dice, but who has the highest skill in Coerce? Pash, but he's not with us. I don't have Coerce. Oh, you don't have Coerce? Nope. I'm only two green for Coerce. Is anyone trained in Coerce? The Wookiee would be. (laughs) Uh, The Wookiee is not trained in Coerce. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. At least not at this level. Shooting people in the kneecaps, take the boost die, you'll be fine. Um, when he levels up, he'll have the choice of taking some cores. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably will. <laughs> probably. All right, so you're going to use uh, three green dice for the, the party's uh, skill. The difficulty is two purple, but you do get a boost die of one light blue. Who would like to roll? Cat. Okay. If you fail, remember I have a backup plan. Nope, four successes, one advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right. That, that is a pretty astounding success. The technicians immediately put their arms in the air and say, hey, look, we, we don't want any trouble. You, 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 here, you know, here's my password. <laughs> yes, I will take your password as a boost die for my computer tech. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, how would you like to spend the advantage beyond that? Uh, we'll give Hudson an advantage on his computer tech. Very good. Or Gand. Uh, What's your computer skill, Gand? Um, I believe you'll find that it is two uh, yellow and two green. Wow. Yeah, you should, pro- you should probably do computers because I think you're a little bit better at computers. Mine's yellow, green, green, green. All right, fine. I'll give Gand a boost. Day. Okay. I so, can aid you, though. Gand, what are you going to do exactly? So uh, these guys have, have basically just taken themselves out of out of any sort of conflict at this point. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, they they back against the wall, they put their hands in the air, and, and they're just like, you know, leave us alone. We, we <laughs> It's all here, man. Excellent. They don't pay us enough for this crap. I will mosey over to this terminal here and begin typing like a madman, trying to <clears throat> first lock down this, and then... Okay. And then release, uh, or no, turn off the alarm the and then release the ship. Yeah, first we want to lock down the operation center, which is, there's three different, right. or four different entrances. The lifts, and then these two side doors are the only entrances. If we lock that down, then we can choose which one we want to reopen to exit. Right. All right, Gand, the first thing you notice before you even make a skill check is that this lift door, the outer door, has been opened, and it is occupied. Well, that's going to suck fact, for him, because I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to close it and seal it right behind him, and then I'm going to send him down about five decks or whatever. Well, there's only two decks at this station. Whatever. Um, he'll go to the, <laughs> he'll go to the other he'll one. He'll go to the bottom. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, there are two guys in there and the, another one waiting outside. They they realized after they started climbing up the crates that you guys had gone in that door, so then they managed to figure out to, they needed to go to the operations center a little too late. 
So, <laughs> starting starting with the lifts. So, all right. So, uh, you know what your dice are. The difficulty for slicing this is going to be three purple dice. However, you have a boost die from knowing one of the operator's passwords. Uh-huh. And you have the boost die that Cat just gave you. Excellent. That's uh, three successes, two advantages. All right. Three successes. So you wanted to lock this door. Lock that them lift and mail them. And send it down. Yep, lock them and mail them. All right. You've locked them and you have mailed them along. That is one success. What was the other th- next thing you wanted to do? This uh, opposite lift also needs to be closed and locked. Closed and locked it is. What's the third thing you wanted to do? Closed and locked on that door there. All right. Very good. That is your three successes. How would you like to spend your advantage? Well, um, I think my two advantage should uh, probably um, make it much, much easier to uh, to, to um, clear the alarms. Uh, in fact, maybe even give an all clear. Yeah. Yeah, I'll allow that. I mean, you're already in here. Uh, you've got the system access. You've managed to shut and lock the doors. What, what's what's a little toggling of an alarm switch going to do? Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You have shut down the silent alarm on the station. Now, your ship is still locked down, and it'll be a, a bit more complicated to release that. However, uh, you have certainly achieved much in a very small amount of hacking time, and your allies should be suitably impressed. Excellent. Yes, uh, your hacking skills are so elite that uh, the lead technician kind of steps over here and leans in. It's like, wow, you're better than I am. Gand does not appreciate your commentary. Gand would like you to go back where you were. (laughs) He does. (laughs) It's like, what's your social security number? You want to braze? (laughs) Wow. All right. Uh, anybody mind if we step back to Pash for a moment to find out what's going on over in the gaming lounge? Go ahead. Pash has plans. Sounds right. good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, this guy I'm talking to, he doesn't have a crew, does he? It's just him. He was with a crew, but he's... He was the captain of his own ship, but it was a piece of crap, and he's trading up. Beautiful. Well, he's trading up to my ship. That's kind of upsetting. But. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say heard... you do find out that he does, just from the way he's talking about this whole plan before, you know, before he shut down his mouth, um, he did say something about having plans to go back and get his ship when, when the treasure has been acquired. Ah, so it, it could be still on his ship, this piece of crap. His, his ship was a piece of crap, but, you know, it's his piece of crap, and he's not going to give it up that easily. It's just a temporary thing. He'll come back for it once he's got the treasure. Okay. His new buddies are coming any time. He's just wasting time in the gaming lounge, uh, you know, enjoying his his current funds until they return, and then they're going to go get the treasure. Okay. I forget. Did he actually tell me where that could possibly be? <laughs> No, he did not in any way tell you where the treasure would be. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> you kind of, there was a whole intro, and it's like, yeah, I got that, I got that, okay. All right, here's, here's what I'd like to do in some roundabout fashion. I haven't quite worked out the order of it, but basically what I'd like to do 
is to slightly excuse myself. I'll be right back, buddy. Just got to go, you know, drain the lizard, whatever you want to call it. Um, find a little terminal. <laughs> ah, definitely. Beautiful. Drain the gun dark. Uh, while he's not watching, actually flick over to a little hollow terminal where I'll contact security because I heard that there was a silent alarm about the Nova Eclipse, didn't I? Uh, you did not hear anything about a silent alarm, unfortunately. Um, you you know that there was an awar- a warrant put out for their arrest. There, actually, uh, did I say something about a silent alarm? I might have said something about that, didn't I? I'm just trying to work out what I do and don't know. It's okay. <laughs> I can't remember if I... I don't want to go I, back on what I said earlier if I, I didn't I, say that. I'm sure if there's confusion, what a light side could be spent. <laughs> What was that, Brian? I said, I'm sure if there's confusion, a light side could be spent. There is one light side point that could be spent, yes. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to that for a second, and I'll just see if this is reasonable to you. I go over to the holo terminal, I contact security, I slightly distort my image, of course, and I inform them that the captain of the Nova Eclipse is actually in the gaming lounge, and I give him a visual description of the guy I've been talking to. Okay. Uh, the closest thing you have to a hollow terminal is a door control. There are two door controls here by the lift. Um, over here is the bar, and there is, uh, well, there's, you know, this here is uh, like a, a POSOC table or kind of thing. Over here is a bar. Yep. Um, and there is a bartender there who can help you. But, uh,. This gaming lounge is is more of a closed off, closed circuit kind of place. It, it's not set up with a public terminal. You would have to leave this room to find one. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm trying to find on my own map where would be the best place for you to find one of those. Um, you, you do know that the security office is just kind of around the bend in the next quadrant. Ah. I could probably sprint... Uh, no, because I don't want to get caught by security. No, that's a bad idea. I'm not throwing my lot in with you people. Jeez. Well, you good do. luck walking home. <laughs> exactly. Someone took my ship, God you, damn it. you know what? I'm going to say there is an intercom switch over here, like uh, just behind that's the uh, bar, yeah, basically. For, video. Yeah, it, it's sort of a public... Well, not a public call terminal, but basically for the the station staff to uh, contact security if they need to. So uh, that's really all you need, right? Yes, so that's what I'll do. I shall call up security on the intercom, and I'll do a really hushed, like, brushed thing so they think it's sort of legitimate. I'm sort of divulging really quick secrets so they don't have time to question me a whole lot. And after I do that with security, which may or may not require a charm check, I shall then duck into the toilets and... Uh, create uh, a little situation with the electrical workings which will create a fire alarm in the gaming lounge so security will have both a call and an alert in the gaming lounge and we'll probably send a bunch of security um, <laughs> headed that way hopefully pulling off some security from finding my friends wherever they may be okay well um, I've given you control of your uh, of Pash's icon I don't know if you can see where he is on the map in the gaming lounge up there I moved you over here where the terminal switch is, the intercom switch. Now, I'm going to apply a, uh, a is it the black threat die, something like that? That back. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to apply one of those because the bartender behind the bar looks at you like you've lost your mind when you go and activate the switch and start talking to security. 
So he's he's basically telling you off and, and saying, what, what are you doing, mate? What's, what's going on here? One minute, one minute, dude. Yeah. So that's causing I, I some my pockets, I'm gonna throw some. I was going to throw some credits at him, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, he, he's kind of put out, so he uh, he's causing some background distraction for you, so that'll be a, a single black die. Beautiful. Uh, so go ahead and roll your skill check. Um, you're trying to call uh, for security to come down to the gaming lounge to arrest somebody? Uh, yes. Um, if I know, well, yes, I say the captain of the Nova Eclipse is here, and he's boasting about stuff, and he's a big fat pirate, and you guys need to come down and arrest him, because clearly you haven't yet, and you've got alerts out, and you're not finding anyone because security's crap. All right. Uh, go ahead and make a skill check. Okay. This is going to be a little interesting, and I'm not entirely sure how to educate it, but we're going to head. We're going to put two purple difficulty in, mm-hmm. just as a basic. Uh, so you got the one threat die, the two difficulty, whatever your skill is. Uh, two green, one yellow. Very good. Roll it up. Roll it up. Okay. One success. One success. All right. Uh, Gand? Yes. You see yes. a call coming through. It is routing to, straight to security from the gaming lounge. Uh, <laughs> and it is not being answered. Interesting. Appar- apparently no one is in the, the security room at the moment to answer this call. <laughs> That's odd. I'll answer it. Can I answer it? <laughs> Gand can reroute it to a terminal here if he wishes. Gand is Gand is going to um, actually. Hmm. Gand is going to accept the call. All right. Gand is Gand is uh, going to attempt to convince whoever this caller might be that he is in fact security. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love this. <laughs> okay, so Gand. Um, uh, you receive the call. Uh, it patches through uh, without any roll needed. And uh, Pash, you're on one end. Gand is on the other. Roll play. Security? Is that security? Listen, listen. There's, there's a guy here. You know, you, you, you're hunting the guys from the Nova Eclipse. The captain's here. I, I heard him. I overheard him talking. He's here. He's right here right now. you got to send security. Send them all. Send everybody. Excuse me, mister. What are you uh, doing on the intercom? Get off of there, buddy. What What gives? <laughs> Just one minute, public dude, terminal. Just, just, just one minute. I just need one minute. Just give me two, two seconds. I'll pay you money that I don't have in a minute. Identify yourself, please. I'm, I'm just a concerned citizen who's in the gaming lounge, you know, having a few drinks. No one in particular. I'm going to use GM Fiat here and say that this call can be heard by anyone in the operations center. It, it is basically on speakerphone by default. Uh-huh. You guys have probably heard bullshit before, and you're like, I know that bullshit from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, do we recognize the voice? I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. You you do recognize your old ally's like, voice. Nobody feels bullshit like that guy. <clears throat> like, Pash, 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 is that you? What the hell are you doing Pash? on the intercom? Excuse, excuse Pash? me. What Pash? No, there's no Pash here. What do you, Would what do you, you please? Did Hale show up in this game all of a sudden? You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm channeling, all right? <clears throat> Um, yeah, so, uh, since you're not Pash, 
And uh, clearly, you wouldn't be Pash in any sort of capacity whatsoever. We won't tell you that you should probably begin heading to the ship. Wait, once I recognize that that's Pash, can I do a, a station search to see if I can't find the uh, crate fang? You uh, certainly can. Go ahead okay. and park yourself at a terminal and make a check. Okay, I will do that. Add that blue boost die from uh, from the password, you know. <laughs> I thought I was parked at a terminal. I think I am at one of the chairs next to Gand. Yes. Yes, you are. Correct. Uh, what is the uh, difficulty? The difficulty of locating a ship from the operations center is a single purple die. Oh, okay. That is going to actually be two successes and five advantage. Five advantage. All right. Um, you know that the uh, the Cryat Fang is docked. Um, hold on a second. Let me scroll my map. It is adjacent to the Science Quadrant. Basically, it is directly opposite the station from the Nova Eclipse. So, so does it pull up and then like do an update and then it shows like the register owner change? <laughs> um, would the registered owner change? I'm not sure what you mean. Because Pash lost the ship. Lost it. Yeah. Oh no, it hasn't been updated yet. <laughs> <laughs> the station logs have not shown that because the guy just won it and he's still in the bar. So, it, it was it, you kind of were, were playing for pink slips. So he's got paperwork or or the equivalent thereof on his data pad showing that he is the new owner, but it has right. not updated in the the station's registry yet. But the the Crite fan compared to the Nova Eclipse is a crappy ship, right? Very much so. And that oh. is entirely my professional bias having created the Nova Eclipse speaking. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going we're going to be leaving on the Nova Eclipse. There's no way we're going to be taking Crite. So I have a suggestion for my advantage if it's plausible. All right. I want the st- station t- to recognize uh, a swap transponder codes for the Nova Eclipse and the Crite Fang. I want the station to think that... Oh, one my. The other. All right, that is going to be a very difficult roll, but if you can pull it off, it is the thing of wonder. It oh, won't actually change the, the transponders on either ship, but it, it will change the computer's registry of them to, to confuse matters locally. I was Okay, so I'd need another roll. I can't use five advantage for that. Jeez, oh, five I'm advantage. Be, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just asking. I'll oh, make a, you make a good point. Um... You have five advantage on that roll? On that roll, yeah. It was only one difficulty in my... I had a boost. And a <sighs> All right, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. Sure, why not? This is the day of yes. Uh, you have switched the transponder uh, registry uh, on this specific station between those ships. Okay. That, okay. <laughs> are are you going to let Pash know that? No, I'm okay. not going to let Pash know that. <laughs> like, uh, hey, Pash, how's it going? And the leftist buddy, and then I kind of nudge Gan. I'm like, look at the screen. <laughs> so Gan knows. I'm like, look at the screen. Once again, uh, Pash, I mean, not Pash, uh, security is going to recommend that you head to the uh, operations area and um, <clears throat> remove yourself from any further difficulties in the gaming area. 
okay, not security. Um, your not help is not not helpful, and I will not not be not doing what you may have not said. Excellent. Continue on in that vein, and we'll all be just fine. I, I have counted your knots and come up with an even number. Excellent. <laughs> that is not, not sure not good. Wasn't. I know. <laughs> That is not, 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 not very skillful. That's just not. Let's let's not say we not. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Pash, so you're doing that. Gand and Mathis have done that. What's everybody else doing in the meantime? Modified and stationary panic. <laughs> Still trying Keeping these guys covered for now. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say Opal Re comes over to this third uh, terminal, and she says, you guys gave me an idea. Um, Gand would prefer if you not touch that terminal at this time while Gand is working on it. But she's working at another terminal. There's three in a row anywhere, on the three consoles. Anywhere in the room. Don't cross Gan's personal space. I am working yeah, I here. These terminals like have all become mine. Uh, she looks over at Mathis and then over at the Wookiee to see what their take on this is. Should she push Gan or should she back off? I think that when it comes to computers, sweetie, you probably just want to let him get his way. He kind of gets kind of temperamental. Oh, okay, but while you're doing that, then, can you... Find out what happened to the ship that attacked my my crew. Uh, the, the Gundark. Gundark. Yes. Gun. Uh, yeah, I guess I could run a search and see if it was docked as well. It shouldn't be too difficult to find that one. Could I even just when I ran the earlier check, would it just give me a list of the available ships docked, or do I have to run a separate? Computer check uh, I'm not going to make you make another skill check, especially since this is another very easy one. Uh, I'm going to say that with the same registry, you can determine that the Gundark is not currently docked at the station. However, it was docked earlier in the day. It, it came down, it docked, it uh, disembarked uh, a single crew member, and then it left. I basically scroll to that point on the screen and then point at, point at it so she can see for herself. Okay, she go. nods and says, this, this is very important. Can you figure out where it went? Can you track its trajectory with that? Uh, now, mind you, this well, is not her specialty. As we discussed last time, she's really not that good with navigational and computer stuff. But I, I tell her, I, look, dear, I, I really don't care where that ship went. Our first priority is getting the Nova Eclipse and getting out of here before security comes pushing in the doors. Um, but I'll, I'll put it on the back burner. We're going to put that, that idea in the parking lot. Here's the parking lot right over here. We're going to put that idea right there. And once we get to it, we'll come right back to it. She, she puts her hand on her forehead and kind of turns away in, in great stressed dismay. Gand would like, like to route all relevant data to the uh, Nova Eclipse. All right. You make a computer's check for that? Absolutely. Uh, what difficulty Oops. would you like me to roll at? Um, you're trying to patch through to the Nova Eclipse and transfer data. Uh, call that uh, 
Well, I would call that a difficulty of three purple dice. However, you are a crew member of the Nova Eclipse and thus know the, the appropriate code, so just a two difficulty. Well, 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 well. What have we here? <clears throat> we have two advantage and a triumph. Oh, my goodness. So, tell me, skill monkey, exactly what would you <laughs> like to do with that? <clears throat> well, here's here's what I believe has just happened. Um, I think that not only have I managed to uh, download all the relevant information about courses and plotting and all that kind of stuff, I've also managed to collect all other associated records for the last 24 hours regarding this ship, where it was going, who was on it, and, and what cargo they may or may not have had. Um... By this ship, you mean which ship? By this ship, I mean the Gundark. Okay. In other words, I've got I've got complete information headed over to the Nova Eclipse right now, including crew members, captain, all that stuff. Okay. What else would you like to do? What else would I like to do? I. You are linked in with the Nova Eclipse right now. You have access to her computers. Would you like to I turn think, it on? Would I think you like to get it ready for launch. I think that's a good thing to do. I think clamps. I would like to have it start warming up, get the docking clamps off it, and and get that bad boy humming. All right. Well, you have done all of that, and you have done it so well that by the time you get to the ship, it is probably going to be ready to launch. Tra awesome. You can make a hot exit out of the station. Oh, and we'll open the doors. <laughs> make sure. I, I tell. I kind of poke Glenn. I was like, make sure you get clearance to leave for the crate thing. <laughs> yes, indeed. Assume I have done all relevant things needed to basically jump in the ship and fly straight out of here with no delay. Very good. All right, Pash, what's going on over there? Unless is there anyone else in the operations center who is doing something while they do those things? No. Sasha, what's up with you? Just minding the door. Yep. All right. Uh, once again, that uh, the the one uh, operations center chief kind of leans over. He's like, "How did you do that?" Back to your position. <laughs> Please. He, he assumes the position. <laughs> Do not make Gand ask again. You would not like to have human the entire, apologizes. He puts his hands up. You would not like to have the entire maintenance bill for the station billed to your account. Gulp. All right. So, Pash, uh, the guy over there is, is giving you a hard time. Um, he says, I know you don't have any money to pay me, dude. You just went bust at the gaming lounge. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's cool, man. I'm finished. I'll, I'm leaving. Just, it's okay. And I just back away slowly. And she's like, that's cool. It's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. All right. And then you go where? Okay. So this is what I'd like to do. So I know my friends are around, or at least I think I think I might know that they're around. In a double-double-double in negative sort of way, yes. Exactly. And I know the Nova Eclipse is much better than my piece of shit, which is not mine anymore anyway. True. However, I'm still kind of pissed that someone did just win my ship from me. So what I'm actually going to do is since that 
the transfer of ownership is only just about to it hasn't gone through yet but it will go through very soon i have no doubt well it, it is legal and, and binding but it is not made a matter of public registry yet <laughs> correct so i still technically control the ship so what i'd like to do is perhaps remotely access my ship not inside the gaming lounge i'll go outside remotely access my ship um and perhaps just warm it up turn on the engines and just you know do a whole bunch of traffic violations while it's docked so it'll be infringed and fines and it'll get impounded again because some asshole just turned it on when it's not supposed to be doing what it's doing because it doesn't have clearance to launch so when he goes to try and pick it up he'll be stuck with all these fines and a real pain in the all ass right. and he won't get a so you're going it. to leave the gaming lounge go to a public terminal in the corridor mm-hmm. and uh, connect remotely to the uh, uh, th- those doors would be locked sorry Pash that's oh. the uh, the central core of the station. They don't let people in. Oh, we can't go in there. Just no. That just wouldn't only, be proper. Only emperors and force lightning in there. Exactly. That's right. And no railings <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm more out here. Yes. That that would work. And uh, we'll just say there's a terminal out there that you can access, and you have connected r- through the station's uh, internal networking to the uh, what was the name of your ship? Right, uh, the Cryat Fang. The Crap Fang, yeah. All right, so you're connecting to the Cryat Fang, and you're going to initiate some illegal something. I have a yeah, question. I'll basically just warm up the engines and make it look like it's you know it's it's shifting around, so it's it's basically breaching a whole bunch of you know docking. Okay. Well, I will need a computer check from you. Hey Wes, I got That's... a question that kind of pertains to what I did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> would would Pash realize that that the transponder has been switched, so when he goes to access the crate fang, he already sees that, hey, the crate fang's already started up and going. Uh, that would depend largely upon the advantage or threat that he rolls in this particular dice roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, difficulty is going to be, I guess, two purple? I'm going to apply a single setback die, uh, a black die, because uh, somebody has switched the registries around on on your ships, and that will make things slightly more confusing for you as you are navigating through your your terminal. Mm -hmm. Um, So go ahead and apply two purple and one black as the difficulty. Okay, let's roll this. Oh, shit. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, okay, okay. To success? Yeah. Or threat? <laughs> All right. You have successfully patched your way through to the, quote, cry at fang, end quote. Uh, however, you have unknowingly actually accessed the Nova Eclipse. Now, again, uh, your connection to the Nova Eclipse registers an unauthorized intrusion to the computer system. Um, uh, so probably shut that. You down know, or... yeah, you, you know something bad is going on. Um, Pash, you have managed to connect to again what you believe to be uh, your old ship, and is actually the Nova Eclipse. And you've managed to fire up the engines and cause a disturbance that you know, it's the kind <clears> of thing that they don't like people to do when they're still docked to a space station. Perfect. 
So, I, guys, so I'm rubbing my hands and I'm just giggling. It's like, <laughs> that guy's so fucked. All right. First of all, you feel the, the, the space station shake a little bit. You feel a tremor run through the deck plating beneath you. Oh, here we go. And you think, that's odd. My ship's docked way on the other side of the station and the engines aren't that powerful. <laughs> oh, my ship's kind of small. I'm, All right. I'm just going to check the the power draw that that I'm that I'm feeling because these numbers don't look right where I'm sitting from. I'm going to go back to Gand now. Gand, what would you like to do about this uh, unauthorized uh, intrusion? I would like to cancel it and lock out any further attempts to mess with the ship by anybody other than myself. All right. Uh, that will be a subsequent new computers check. Uh, I'm going to say the difficulty has now elevated to three purple dice. Uh, Okay. And once again, that switch of registry is going to come into play as a complication. I'm going to one uh, single black die. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um, uh, I'm gonna snap my fingers at Mathis and get him on a different terminal to assist me. All right. All right. I'll go. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll go ahead and start pulling it up. Rerouting hey, Matthew, thing. This is what happens when you don't tell Patch the plan. Shit like this happens. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know you were not Patch. <laughs> so Mathis, you can go ahead and make a, a roll to assist if you wish. I believe that is what he is getting at. Uh, okay. Difficulty is also three purple and one black. Let me see if I can. Uh, assist three, four, one, I think with what's happening now, you're all 100% sure that Pash is involved now. <laughs> uh, okay. That is going to be four successes and three threat for hmm. the aids. How, how does threat work in a an assisting... Well, technically, he, technically, West, he doesn't, he doesn't roll. You just, I get a, I get a boost die. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. But you're the GM. If you want to do, if you want to do the, do it the way you're doing it, that's fine. But uh, it's it's more of my old saga mindset. Yeah, Ross says that well versed in the system yet. I don't know. The fun police might come along. That's true. (laughs) Um. So you you got some decent success and a chunk of threat, huh? A little bit of threat. Three threat, four success. All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, we will do it the, by the book later. But for this uh, particular circumstance, you have successfully given the boost die to your ally. Uh, however, the threat is going to come into play. Um, Pash, you get suddenly and abruptly locked out of the system. In fact, uh, th- this countermeasure comes in so swiftly and efficiently that your terminal overloads. And sparks begin to erupt from the terminal that you are using to to patch into your ship. Whoa, son of a bitch! Oh shit, we're playing Kotor. That is like, I am rather disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to say you suffer a single strain from uh, the the uh, rapid jumping away from the terminal and and trying to unplug whatever you've got plugged into it or whatever you're doing to it. Just you know, getting away as quickly as you can from the exploding terminal. It was I just think that there's something going on here that he's, he's he's not quite up with, and he's like, hmm, I don't think that was my ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gand? 
<clears throat> so I'm rolling now? Or I'm yeah. not rolling? We've already adjudicated uh, the roll? Uh, no, that was Mathis's roll to assist you, essentially. You are making the roll to shut him out and, and uh, secure your ship against any further intrusion. Okay. Uh, and you get a boost die from Mathis's I roll. I get a boost die, and I'm still looking at three, uh, three, what you call them, three difficulty? Yep, three purple, one black. Okay. Oh, one black? At this point, the, the station, yeah, the station's registry, you know, it's switching back and forth, and, and it, you're, you're confusing the computer systems, and, and the networks are, are trying to uh, come to terms with this weirdness is, that is going on. It, it essentially increases the risk that this terminal will shut you out and detect uh, unauthorized access. Well, that's a lovely story you're telling there, but i got to tell you, I just rolled three successes and another triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is, Triumph, it, monkey. It shall be as you say. Um, no one else will be able to access the Novi Eclipse during this session. Uh, you have managed to persuade this uh, computer system that you are a, a truly authorized observer, and there will be no shutting you out of the system. Uh, what else would you like to do uh, while we're at it? Oh, geez, I don't know. I'm having so much fun with the computer system. I think... Maybe just, um, oh, gosh. Overload the core. No, I don't want to destroy the entire station. <laughs> no, sorry, that's hail. That's what hail would yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to destroy the entire station. I, I think that, that what we should do at this point <clears throat> is lock everybody else out of every other terminal in the station. <laughs> the whole station is on lockdown. The whole station Done. is on lockdown. And, and yep. we should... At this point, I'm I'm actually going to borrow a little bit of of that kind of successy triumphy thing, and look at these three guys who have been standing against this wall and say, "Now, you know what I can do. Your job is to forget that we've been here." And they all kind of look at each other, look at their their boss, and kind of look back and say, "Sorry, who are you?" Exactly. Again. Let's go. I think it's time to go as well. I think we've accomplished what we need to. Yeah. I go. Well, these two guys are going away. They are now on another level of the station. So how would, how would you like to make your way to your ship? Or, or does it really even matter at this point? I'm, I'm going to say it doesn't really much matter. There's a guy standing out in the hall, but when you all come out the door, he's just going to, you know, what's he going to do exactly? So, Pash... You make your way to the Novi Eclipse? Yes. I, I wonder which ship I'm going to end up at is, is all. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm like, computer doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. I'm, I'm going to guess. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, screen wipe here, essentially, and say that all of you have managed to evacuate the station. You've uh, met up with Pash, and you have all gotten on board the Nova Eclipse. Uh, assuming Gant lets you all in, because he's kind of the boss of the ship at the moment. Yes. Gant, you know you can't fly a ship. Let me in there. I'm flying this sucker. Um, you can believe that if you want to. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll let everybody now, in. It should be noted, I think, that uh, while everyone else here has met Pash, Gand was not uh, a member of the party that escaped from uh, from the hut. 
So Gand and Pash may not have actually ever met. Well, I'll I'll trust on I'll trust the Wookiee to be identifiable uh, to Pash, uh, as as well as Sasha and and Mathis and and I will I will happily assume that they will vouch for me or we don't go anywhere. Vouch for Gand or vouch for Pash. Either or both. Yeah. He talks a little too much, but other than that, it's good to go. Very good. Where's the captain's cheer? Because I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> the captain's chair? Um, I think Gand is in it. Or next to it. Um, isn't one the of the pilot would be here. The blue ring is the pilot. The red one would be the co-pilot. And uh, these two stations are for other uh, other peoples, the sensor station, and uh, you know whatever multi-purpose crew station you would like to call it. Wouldn't Sasha be flying or, or at least co-piloting? I think she was piloting last time, wasn't she? Yep. Yes, she was. Yeah. So I'll throw her up there, and she can put herself wherever she would like to be. She is no longer here. Bowed out, yeah. Oh, yeah. how'd I miss that? Roll 20, cat. Dang it, I was on characters oh. again. Oh. This is unacceptable. Okay. How long ago was that, by the way? <laughs> I don't know, about five minutes. Yeah, okay. five minutes I thought she was being very quiet. Yeah, she was getting tired. She's got no stamina. That is quite understandable. All right, I'm going to say that that Sasha uh, is, you know, she gets on board the ship and heads straight for the pilot's chair. Now, now how 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 she and Pash are going to work this out? um, Really, don't entirely know how that would. uh, I I I think a roll off, (laughs) a staring contest, perhaps. Well, the problem is if Pash runs up there and actually wins the race and gets in the seat before her, will she club him over the head with her blaster pistol? Yep. Possibly. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else playing Pash would do that, but that's what Cat playing Pash would do. You mean Cat playing Sasha? Yes. 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 It's late. Yeah. Now, Pash actually uh, has never been on board the Nova Eclipse before. Uh, In that case, he's going to probably sit down at the wrong chair. Well, I guess it all depends on who Gand decides to release control of the ship to. There, there is that as well. In fact, I'm tempted to sit Pash at the gun seat, thinking that it's the pilot's seat. Okay, you can sit at the ion cannon if you wish. That that makes uh, no sense. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um. All right, Opal Re designs bullshit. It's going the wrong way. Opal Re, um, I guess it's just going to sit down at a seat and you know buckle in. Uh, where did Gand go? Gand's up there. Okay. All right, so you guys detach from the station and fly away. Is that safe to say? Mm-hmm. Sounds good yeah. to me. All right. Um, and you transferred all of the, the telemetry data regarding the Gundark, did you not? All of the data ever. 
<laughs> you have all the datas. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you guys like to do now? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that you also have somehow, through all this, managed to contain... Uh, you still have the crate of illegal paintings. Okay. Or, or hollow we... sculptures or whatever it may be. Strap that to the Wookiee's back. Um, I don't know. It seemed like... Um, uh, it seemed like uh, Dr. Ree was really, really interested in finding out uh, where the Gundark went, and w- apparently, based on uh, Gan's uh, check or triumph, we got the telemetry. So, yes, uh, you do know what direction it took off in, and uh, yeah. So basically, okay. I'm just going to talk to her about that. I'm going to name drop Rodian Gleric, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can pick up what Pass learned in the. In the interim, so we're all on the same page. Actually, um, right. we're we're promised an explanation from her. So Gand would like to entertain that explanation at this time before we do anything else. Okay. Well, she looks over at you and and says, uh, <sighs> "You guys, look, I." And she's stammering over this because she really doesn't – she's not used to opening up about what she's about to tell you. And uh, it's going to take a little bit of persuasion. Uh, oh, Pesh turns the Pesh moves on her. All right. <laughs> we need the party to make a charm check. Uh, I'm going to put the difficulty being her will. Over here, little lady. Um I'm going to set, so that's going to be three purple, but actually one of those is going to be a yellow. Um, so two purple and, sorry, not a yellow, a red. Yeah, uh, Two purple and one red is the difficulty. However, I'm giving you guys a boost die because you have shown, uh, you, you have let her aboard, you've, you've gained her trust uh, to a certain degree. Um, I'm actually going to throw two boost dice. Yeah, that that's kind of important to her. So, add two boost dice. You're you're trying to overcome a, a sort of entrenched. Uh, you know, and even scrap the red for a purple because that's I'm just downgrading the difficulty there. So it's two purple. Or, sorry, three purple, two blue. Boost is the difficulty to get her to talk. Groovy. Does anyone do better than one yellow, two green for charm? I doubt it. Nope. Nope. All right, roll it up. Oh yeah. Okay. Three success. Okay. One triumph. <laughs> two threat. <laughs> two threat. Okay. Well, the net result of this whole conversation is that she does not like Pash. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's the threat. Uh, after you know, she feels like you weasel this out of her. She feels a little, uh, little cheated or, or something. I don't know. She, she just she she realizes what a, uh, a slick talker you are and does not trust Pash ever again. I told you, you should have bought her dinner first. first. Yeah, I totally <laughs> should have bought dinner first. All right. So now you're getting to know Doctor Opal Ree, the historical archaeologist. Um, you know with. Uh, Triumph, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you 
uh, my my story notes about her and what's going on, and you guys can decide for yourselves how to use that information. Uh, she is a stubborn, intelligent, curvaceous, driven, adventurous, and curious woman. She wants to find answers and solve mysteries. And she is she is the map to a famous treasure, essentially. Uh, what you guys have stumbled onto is a treasure hunt. And she had the map. Um... In fact, the, the map is on her. Um, with the triumph, you you get her to open up to the point where she turns around and pulls up the back of her shirt. Um, oh yeah! And she tells you to. Uh, um, I guess she hands you one of her her archaeological tools that has a like an infrared lighting, or, or a UV lighting filter on it, basically. And she says, "See for yourself. I've had Second this map." Passion on my back since I was born. Well, at least since as long as I can remember. Demon uh, blood. Ah, there it is. <laughs> so that's the big plan. That can split. You make one wrong turn into a disco and everyone knows what's on your back? <laughs> yes, you, you've got to understand what, what a terrible burden it is for a dancer like me. Uh... <laughs> So, yes, she does have a star chart printed on her back, but it is a ch- star chart with no identifying characteristics. Uh, there there are no names attached to the star chart. Uh, we're talking like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You know, he, she's got a map with no names. Um, hmm. And the uh, she was supposed to be receiving the... Uh, the starting point, basically, the the identifying coordinates in space that would let her finally follow this map to the treasure. Now, uh, this broadcast was intercepted at some point. It never reached her. It was sent a long time ago, but it, it never arrived. So she she was supposed to receive this. She never got it, um, and she was led to believe that someone on board Waypoint Station was going to be able to tell her where this map began. So she was on her way to follow a lead that would, she believes, unlock a discovery of great historical significance. Uh, the lost treasure of the Jedi. Nice. Mm. Well, Gand is going to take careful note of the map perhaps even writing it down and, and you know, whatever details he can glean from it. And then he's going to turn okay. to the astrogation computer. <laughs> All right. Well, let me, uh, before you do your thing, and I, I think that is the, the next logical step to take, let me tell you, uh, because you did get a triumph here, uh, you guys deserve to know pretty much everything that's happened so far. Uh, the Fading Venture was attacked by pirates uh, that stole all the valuables and kidnapped the captain, Gleric. Well, it turns out Gleric wasn't so much kidnapped as uh, just had a previous arrangement with the pirates. This part you, you figure out from what Pash is able to relate from his story. Pash, I assume you are telling them what you learned in the in the bar? 
Oh yes, I'm. I always talk. I never keep anything back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not sure if that was sarcasm or truth. <laughs> or <both. laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. All right. All right, so you guys arrived in the system, then the Gundark scanned you and jumped to hyperspace, and then uh, Gleric concocted his little uh, doctored data that would uh, uh, pin the, the crime on you, essentially. And he present, uh, presented that to station security, and, you know, they had evidence. They had uh, first, uh, first-hand testimony of a survivor of the attack, and they thought, okay, sure. Well, uh, so that is how they, they managed that. Nice. Um, so the Gundark arrived at Waypoint Station, and Captain Gleric reported that. He got you guys in trouble. Then, well, pretty much everything else you know from what happened there. Um, keep in mind you guys are now flat broke. You never got paid for this treasure. Uh, you managed to fuel the ship with what you had left, but there's not really... You have no new job, you have no means of income, and you don't know anybody who wants to buy this crate of illegal treasure, of illegal uh, illegal artwork. So, there's that. Um, we have a source of income. Do you now? Yes, we do. A treasure? No. No? We can sell the Crate Fane. The original Crate Fane. Okay. <laughs> because all the computers and all the security and all that kind of stuff are locked down on that station. And since yeah. the other guy hasn't registered the change of ownership yet. It'll take him a while to do that. Yeah. It will take him a while to do that. <laughs> All we have to do is sell the ship out from under him. Okay. That is certainly something you can do. Hadn't thought of that. <laughs> we could try to attempt to find a buyer for the art, too. I mean, that's within the realm of possibility. True. Probably easier than selling a ship that we don't have in our possession. I want to sell you this ship within the... Well, you could, I suppose, circle around and and get on board the uh, the cry at Fang and and you know get it out of there as well if you you wanted to take the time and invest the skill to unlock that ship and uh, uh, yeah and you know get the lockdown lifted. Where based on uh, the urgency that Opal was stating, um, and if she's the only one that has the map, why was she so concerned about this Gundark leaving? Does she think that they have a beat on the treasure, or what's going on with that? Uh, when you ask her that, she actually seems on the verge of tears. And, and she looks at you, and she says, you've got to understand, I, I trusted this man. She slept with him. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> she slept with him, and with he rodeo. saw the map. <laughs> she nods. She, yes, I took him into my bed. I was a fool. I was an idiot. And now I'm paying the price. You, you have to understand, if, if these pirates get a hold of this, this destiny arc, this legacy arc, whichever term you wish to uh, pull out from antiquity, 
they'll destroy it. I mean, any cultural significance that it ever had will be lost on the black market. And we're talking about a starship that the Jedi sent out on the very day that Order 66 came down and, and the, uh, the clone army descended upon the Jedi Temple. This was... Huh? It's like, perhaps I haven't made myself clear. The... The lost treasure of the Jedi is a starship that was sent out. It was sent away to preserve the culture of the Jedi and, and to carry on, near as we can tell, near as I have been able to, to learn. It, it was meant to take their most precious valuables and send them out into the stars to, to be safe, to be preserved, so that, you know, that, that their culture would not be lost. I thought they didn't care about possessions and all that stuff. Yeah, I thought those guys were like celibate monks. They care about holocrons. Well, have, have you seen the ruins of that temple? I mean, it is encrusted with with art and antiquity and, and culture and history and all these precious precious works. That So what you're saying is that they're a bunch of holier-than-thou hypocrites. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> hey, dirt. I'm not actually a big fan of the Jedi philosophy, but... Well, I, neither am I, she says. And I'm not really concerned with their philosophy. It's, it's their, their treasure, their legacy, their lore, what we can learn about that time of galactic upheaval. Um, what I'm concerned about is, yeah, is it valuable? And if so, why would the Gundark have a head start on it if the map's on your back? Well, I believe the information that, that led me to believe that someone on board this station would have the starting point for the map, I received that information from Gleric. Like I said, I, I trusted him. I brought him completely into this partnership. And if there is such a thing, and obviously there must be if, if he went to such great lengths to steal the map from me and then get me out of the picture, then he must have the starting point. That is that is why it's so important to me that we find out where the Gundark went. Because that if makes... we, oh, go ahead. If we can track their trajectory to the starting point, then we can race them to the finish line and try and find the answers. Because and, and this is where the triumph really comes into play. Because she was going to keep this part secret. There's something I have that they do not. Now, going to the starting point in space and following these coordinates, uh, following the trajectory laid out in the map, is fine. And it, it'll get you close. But this event happened years ago. Galactic shift has changed the coordinates. So without knowing the starting date from which to calculate the, the run, they'll never actually find the ship precisely. They're digging in the wrong place. They're digging in the wrong place. <laughs> um, not as big a problem as it seems. Well, what, what I'm kind of confused about, though, is if Gleric knew the starting point and the Gundark is racing off to there, and these are pirates, and he's got so much invested, why was he still on the station? See, that's the part I can't quite figure out either, she says. Um, I... She looks over a patch at this point and, and says, did he give any indication of, as to why he was still on the station? 
Look, I don't want to brag or anything, but um, I'm a really good, fun guy to be around, and people just naturally want to hang out with me. And I was in the bar, and he was in the bar, and kind of lost my ship. This is why she doesn't Kind of lost my ship. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, you take your shirt off for everyone else. Why not me, I ask? Why not Pash? Hmm. I just took my shirt off for you. So the question of him not telling you why he was still there is unanswered. Yeah, I don't know why he would have been left behind unless... Oh, that was that was to Pash. Like, there was no. no way, like, this guy who's, like, all this... has all this stuff invested in this ship that's going off to look for it is going to stay behind on the space station while they go off and get this treasure. He was just waiting for his friends to come back before leaving. <laughs> she starts to laugh. He, he, he really... Wow. He is such an asshole. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking they tricked him. I think they they cut him out of the deal. Did, did he have Pash? And she looks at you with some measure of scorn. Uh... <laughs> Did she did did he have the the navigational data? Did did he have that with him? I I did didn't sound like he did, but I don't know. Maybe he did. Now I'm kind of pissed off now. I got I got swindled by a guy who got swindled. That's just fucking. You got <sighs> swindled by a guy who got swindled and came up with a plan to get back into the game. Which was to have your ship. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she goes on to say that what what we're looking for is called the RDS inheritance. Um, the the Jedi referred to it as the legacy arc. It, it's unclear whether the the little bits of information that have passed down through history. Uh, indicate that the legacy arc was a name they had for the ship or its cargo, but we do know that uh, this this vessel, the Inheritance, was designed to preserve the wealth of the Jedi. And I don't know about you, but I I look at that temple and I think they had an awful lot of wealth. I'm getting the feeling I'm going to get screwed again. Well, <clears throat> if she's done telling her story, Gand has some input. By all means, go ahead, Gand. Uh, Gand thinks that we could probably... Um, well, first off, we have a definite date. Or at least as close to a definite date as we need to have. Because we know from her story that the ship was sent out just prior to Order 66. Correct. Star charts are constantly updated. Right? Which means we can take the star chart we currently have, have the computer rotate back through the previous updates as far as we can go, and then compare what we have through the computer to what was current at the time. 
And that would that might not pin it down to an exact system, but it might give us a selection of systems at which to look and then make hopefully some educated guesses. It's worth a try. Don't we also have the navigate uh the point of like navigation from the Gundark? We know where they were going, so yep. All we have and they to do were going is, to the starting point. All we have to do is start matching things up. If they went to the starting point, that's all we got to do. That that will narrow our choices even further. We might not get the exact one right off the bat, but I'll bet you we can get mighty darn close and, and like I said, make some educated guesses about what's going on there. That, that certainly is possible. Without knowing where they went to start this journey, though, uh, the, the map doesn't start at Coruscant. I've run all the projections. I've run all of the uh, the, the the educated guesses that I can through every computer system at the university, and we came up with nothing. Well, fortunately, uh, so the map has been tested against Coruscant as a starting point, and that's not it. Fortun- what we currently believe is that the RDS inheritance. Sent uh, set out to a, a pre uh, prearranged point of destination, and that the map then leads from there. That's fine, not a problem, because we have the complete records of the Gundark, where it was going, what it was doing, all that kind of stuff. We just have to go through them. Well, are are you in this with me then? If if there is a treasure to be had, then I mean we'll we can split the reward evenly. Yes. I I'm not really so concerned about the financial value. Obviously, well, it's significant, but let's, the, let's, the value to history to let's, posterity is what I'm mainly interested in. Let's take a moment and and think about the nature of this this possible treasure. I mean, what do we know about Jedi, and what Jedi value most? Well, while Gan is going on a philosophy lesson. Mathis is actually going to start getting the coordinates ready. Why dribbles on about the Jedi? Okay. About the Jedi. <laughs> uh, if you're going to work on the the coordinates that uh, Gand retrieved, go ahead and make a skill check with a difficulty of uh, I'm going to say four purple dice. Oh, fun! And you flipped the last light side point, didn't you, Brian? I, I haven't flipped any light side point. <laughs> the only light side point. Yeah. Someone flipped a light side point? Well, I guess not, because... It wasn't me. I've made suggestions, but nobody has taken them. No, as far as I know, you guys have one light side point, and there are four dark side points stacked against you. Five, sorry. Five dark side points stacked against you. Five. Well, I was going to suggest to use a light side point for this roll. I'd definitely use it. Go for it. It's on the roll, too. Yeah. It's important. See that Gand talks too much, so I'm like, okay, Gand. You well, while you're doing your dice, uh, Gand, uh, go ahead and continue with what you were saying about the Jedi and, and the treasure. Well, I, th- I think we have one of two possibilities for this uh, for this treasure and what it could be. You said four difficulty? Yes, four purple. You're, you're trying to track the trajectory of a starship? based on the telemetry of a station that uh, that does not uh, customarily, you know, try to figure out where everybody who's leaving the system is going. You, you have the d- direction that they were leaving, and you're trying to reverse engineer a, a 
coordinates from that. Okay. And I'm going to use the light side point, so that's all dark side upgrade this proficiency. Is anybody going to assist? I'm, I'm going to have... Uh, I'm going to give you a boost die simply because uh, while Gand is going on and on about the Jedi... Um, Opal is still very concerned about finding the thing, so she's going to help you out. She's kind of going, uh-huh, yeah, that, that's a good point, yeah, uh-huh, as she's working with the telemetry with you. Is she doing it with her shirt up? Because that might help. No, that would be a distraction. Oh, that's a black set to sit back. She only lifted up the back of her shirt, and only for a short time. Hey, let me take the moment. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. Um, that is actually going to be fairly decent. Uh, it's going to be three success and one threat. All right. I will have to think a little bit about that threat. Uh, Brian, go ahead and say what you were going to say. Okay, well, <clears throat> Gand will eventually make the point that, uh, assuming that nobody wishes to make any further snide remarks from the crew, that uh, the Jedi essentially have two things of value that they value and would consider important enough to get off planet before uh, things went bad. And that is holocrons, and in general, knowledge. So I don't think we're looking for an actual monetary treasure here. Um, she says that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um, but she does also kind of uh, acknowledge that that is something that has been considered for for years. That um, this treasure, which has been described as a treasure beyond measure may not necessarily refer to a literal trove of valuable goods. However, if it is something that they felt the need to commission a large starship, the, the inheritance was said to be a, a, uh, a, a dreadnought or something of a similar class. Uh, you know, It doesn't take a whole lot of storage space to move holocrons. It doesn't take a whole lot of storage space to move knowledge and computers. Um, uh, the, it we're doesn't matter. About, the dreadnought itself is worth a fortune. That is, that's correct. The inheritance itself is makes the entire enterprise worthwhile. Upgrading ship time. <laughs> uh, so it's like ten till. Yeah, we're at a good breaking point. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a good place to, to 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 pause. Uh, I'm just curious if you guys are planning to go after this treasure, or if you are more interested in. Uh, going off to sell the ship and sell the, the pirates and do more of a, a Firefly-esque kind of eke out your existence kind of thing. Does the treasure no, no. interest you? Yes, want to upgrade ships, want the better ship, yeah. want the Jedi ship. I'd rather, we'll scrap the, and then, uh... I'd rather scrap the Dreadnought and keep the smaller ships to stay versatile, but uh, either way, I'd like to find the ship. I want to pull off the big guns off the Dreadnought, slap them on the little ship. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the cloaking device, which will be there because it's a bigger ship. <laughs> Drop the engines in the back, and off we go. Yeah. Drop the end, and all the hundreds and millions of tons of lightsaber crystals that are going to be on board, we're going to keep those too. Yeah. Right. Well, Opal says, <laughs> as long as you let me conduct my scientific investigation and do the archaeology right, I do not care what you do with the ship once we have studied it. Are we agreed to that? Awesome. You can do that from the vacuum of space. Not a problem. That might be a problem, she says. <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not really. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is why no one likes you, Pash. Don't you mean Hale? That was Hale speaking. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's that's Heil, sir. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's call it there then. And uh, uh, thank you for playing, guys. Right. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited cool. that you managed to uncover a big chunk of the plot tonight. Very cool. So whose campaign is this, actually? This is mine. This your personal one. Excellent. Yes, this is uh, just an idea I put together. I haven't written it up formally. I've just got a bunch of notes. Very cool. So. Best way to formulize ideas and figure out what will work in a success or a triumph and despair in situations is have them rolled and have the ideas come out. And you're like, yeah, I'll just put that in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. If it works well and I can manage to find the time, I'll certainly write this up for other people to, to download and play, you know, after we get it tested. It's uh, it's inspired quite a bit by uh, an episode of the Order 66 podcast from a while back. They, they talked about uh, a pirate-themed uh, campaign and the, the whole idea of a lost treasure, and that got me thinking along the lines of, uh, you know, having a treasure hunt type Scenario. So, now, what what cool is a idea. pirate's what is a pirate's favorite letter? R. Oh, <laughs> you, you think it's the R, but it's really the C. Oh damn! I see what you did gotcha. there. You gotcha. Right. Well, on that note, I will see you guys next week. All right. Have yeah, a good night, everybody. Take it easy. Well, thanks oh. for playing. I have a question. Okay. That fighter in the dock there that's damaged, the little Jedi fighter, yes. is that repairable? Oh, yes. <laughs> it is, in fact, repairable. Are, are you still in it it has Let me show you something. It has been repaired it by one stage already. It is not only repairable, already. it has been partly repaired. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I actually put this together as separate layers, and uh, they have been working on it. So uh, you've cool. got certain bits have been moved back together. That's cool. I like this. Mm, I have plans. Mm, excellent. <laughs> I am glad you cool. approve. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I assume we are playing next week. Lovely. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. This is, was uh, the kind of one-off. I don't know what the actual Thursday night is. is. Yeah. Um, that I don't know if you got the email that I included you on earlier tonight. Uh, it sounds like Ben... Uh, is not entirely sure if he's going to be up to running uh, the Marvel game for a couple of weeks or months. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely clear. Uh, it was suggested by some that, that he might want to, uh, you know, if, if it's going to be a, a hassle for him, that he might want to just set step back as the GM and, and let somebody else go for a while. I don't know if... I suggested it. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't remember. He sounded pretty under the pump, and I'm just like, dude, there's so many GMs in this group. We can just rotate if you get busy. It's okay. Yeah, right. absolutely. So well, if y'all if y'all turn this into a standard Thursday night thing, I'm down. Uh, if you don't mind having me, but you know, if Ben and Natil want to jump in, that you know, it's just whatever whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, I'm cool. sure you'll be welcome as long as I'm running this. As far as I'm concerned, um, I will you know let you know whenever it looks like we're going to run this. And uh, it would be interesting to see how many people this system can handle without breaking down. Um, how many do we have for Marvel? You know, if we had everybody show up for Marvel at the same time. I'm not even sure if Natil is, is involved in there, so... Um, you know, I don't want to volunteer for someone else's game, but I, we, I'm sure we could probably work something out to, to get you in, in the Marvel thing if, if we do do that. But It sounds like if we do, it's going to be a while anyway. Hey, 
anytime I, I get an opportunity to play, I am excited and motivated to play. Just let me know, and I will be there. All right. Uh, with that, uh, with that, I guess I'm gonna uh, bow out. Uh, I don't know, uh, Brian. Are you talking on Skype here? Uh, I just, I just need to coordinate oh. a couple things with Sammy. <clears throat> oh yeah, if you want to talk to Sammy, that's cool. Well, gentlemen, I'm gonna bow out. It's getting kind of late here, and um, y'all have a great evening. Thanks again, West, and hopefully we'll see you next week. All right, hope so. Good night, sir. Right. Take care. Right, have a good one. Good night, all. <laughs>